for Matt Bruning, for Austin Nace, and Chris Moxley. I'm Felix Sharp. Good night and good luck. Oh, Man, we're not going to rehash that conversation, but that is funny. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> can, are you, can you see the screen, Chris? Then the Matt Christmason Pacquiao. What that is for Felix's Spanish doctor? <laughs> oh, um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not discussing that. So, you guys have any guesses on the uh, the trivia question? Belly zappy. I uh, I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening. I, I know. I, I you were not going to get it right anyways. I was more counting on Austin and Chris to possibly get it. Oh, Mine, feel like minus Billy Zappy, but I feel like Pickett had to be close this year, but I don't know for sure. I don't think well, Sam many, Howell how ever did QBs, it. How many QBs do you think did it in this class? I would say Max two. Two, okay. yeah, I guess. Did Max so Corral Pitt, do it? Matt Corral was the only one who did it. Okay. Oh. So here's the one thing on Zappy. Wait, wait, I can't, time out, time out, time out, time out. I can't know. Hang on, I can't. Do it? I don't because he's not in Jarrett's thing, so I can't look his stuff up. So I don't know about Zappy. You that, can that just look up QBR say. on ESPN. I'm pretty sure. To be fair, yeah, I know what Zappy's QBR was. What and is I think it? He qualified. What was it? I mean, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I know that it's about. 85. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, if he was over 85, then he probably did because I imagine he hit over yeah he, five thousand passing yards. So or, yeah. or was it? Yeah, no, I didn't. No, six thousand. Yeah, seventy-eight point six according to ESPN. Oh damn! Really? I did eighty-five. So that's the thing. Yeah. Nobody in this. Oh, he's paying adjusters for, uh, 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 opponents. So that makes. Does sense. anybody want to guess who had the second best QBR in this class out of Stetson every Bennett. season they played? I didn't look Stetson Bennett up. I don't consider him. Grayson McCall. Stetson uh, Bennett well, had eighty-six point seven this year. I, I just have this year's up because I looked. Up I wouldn't be surprised if Bennett did. I didn't look at his. I didn't. I didn't look at him at all. I knew Bennett and McCall both uh, both had a really high QB. They were yeah. McCall did, but he's not ever. Since McCall's not coming out, I didn't put it. I just looked like QBs coming out in the draft this year. But it was Desmond Ritter who had the best, better than Sam Howell's ever done, better than Kenny Pickett's ever done. It was very surprising to me. His was eighty one point one, which was higher. The highest Sam Howell got was seventy nine point eight two this year. Get out of here. Did he? No, he Get didn't. Out of okay, here. so then he beat him by point one point. My bad. Yeah, suck on that. But neither one hit the threshold. Do you know who had the best statistical season out of all those quarterbacks I named, by the way? Does this kind of surprise me in a major way? Was it Mac? I would I thought Burrow would have had no. So Mac got screwed because of the COVID season. He only passed oh, yeah, for four thousand yeah. yards. So like a lot of these other guys, obviously, you know, Winston had multiple years, Trevor Lawrence, but see, like Fields even Fields only had what was it? 4,000 passing yards altogether. Now, his touchdown to interception ratio was fucking ridiculous, 56 to 4, which was just insane. But the best one, and it just, it makes me realize like why I, I loved him so much. And I hate that he's like just completely fallen flat on his face in the NFL is Baker. Hmm. He had like a 90, what was it, 95, which is best QBR, but his best season, he had a 91.8 QBR. He passed in his college career for 11,000 yards, 110 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. I guess he has he had the most efficient season in history. Yeah. Like, I think that's since been broken. It's broken every year. So I guess yeah. that's not that surprising. I just forgot how good he was. Like going back and looking at like he was almost on par with that season Joe Burrow had. 
Like he was that good. And I was like, I just, it sucks that he's really kind of like falling on his face in, in the NFL. Oh man. Try not to make fun Austin of the guy that's yawning. That's... Matt, Matt, Matt's face the entire time. Well, show I was actually, I was going to tell you guys beforehand and then I kind of forgot. I was like, I'm probably not going to stay long for the after show. You may have to, you may have to take care of the, uh, the editing and stuff here, Felix. I'm probably, I've been up since one o'clock this morning. So I'm feeling, I just don't, ha- I just don't have the intro. You don't have to put music. it in there. The, the few times that uh, that Austin's done it, he hasn't put the outro music in there. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You just, just end it. The intro. the intro plays. So yeah, so you've got the that. intro on there All already. The intro yeah. plays. Yeah, and okay. just, just cut it at the good night, good luck. That's what that's what Austin did. You don't have to do I just put it in there because I like hearing music at the end. But I, mean, I thought I about to. recording myself just doing like a little doo-doo-doo-doo. Let's see if anybody said anything. But I mean, I listen to them until they go, until they finish, but. I think it does the punch that it adds after. Sounds I have another one too. I have one that I like better than the college one, but it's got more. If you NFL just sent it to me, just send me the ex the uh, exit. Because then I gotta upload it onto the Google Drive and send it to you because it's too long for me to send to you in an email. I don't want to do that. It's too much work on my end. If you send it in the email, it'll automatically create a Google Drive link. I have no idea what you're talking about because every time this I try to send something that's too big, I forgot that big, we're actually uploading this. To... Not working. So, oh y'all, well, y'all are being boring. As, as, as after I stepped away, that's crazy. Yes. Much, um, so much. So I got not as fun guess, as last week's discussion. Definitely not. No, yeah. but Felix, I I saw your shirt and rep- and recognized it immediately. Yeah. What Snoopy? Well, no, it's Snoopy versus the Red Baron. Yeah. I mean, it is like the iconic image. So so when I have my Christmas playlist, that is like a top three song that I always add. I didn't realize it was a song. Oh, you you are missing out, my friend. Thank yeah, you, Luke. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it was a song. Oh, it slaps. It that that is the top three songs. So I add that and Christmas wrapping by the waitresses. And then um my wife really likes the fairy tale of New York by the Pokes. So but Sno- Snoopy always Snoopy versus Red Baron always makes it. It's an elite Christmas song. You got you got to listen to it after this. It's real. Do you it, have any Thanksgiving songs? There are no. Are there any songs dedicated to Thanksgiving? Uh, Adam Sandler has one, I think. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah, I was good. Does he? I just know the Hanukkah yeah. song. I like to eat turkey out of a big brown shoe. That's the only part I remember the, of I the like song, but it's a turkey song. Turkey. Tur- yeah. 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 It's the only part I remember. Tur- I, only part I remember the songs, but it's a, it's a definitely a Thanksgiving song. It's like I just added you. Yeah, turkey, turkey for you. Yeah, I like to eat turkey in a big yeah. brown shoe. Yeah, that's the yeah. only part I know. That's exactly what it that's is. All I know. Uh, I just linked you to it, Felix. So now you have the outro. Merry Christmas. Okay, I forgot that I I'm doing something after this, so I'm gonna have to upload it at like one o'clock in the morning. That's but right. Doing look, something after this, look, we're not gonna okay, get. I'm I'm d- recording a podcast after this. Oh, with who? With, with Scott. Say? No, the the with Scott with the undroppables. 
thought you already did it. No, I'm doing it after this. Oh, shit. Uh, how, how, there's no way I could have done it before this. I thought like you did it days ago and it was dropping today. No. No, yeah, that's that's how I also interpreted the uh, the tweet. I, so I got I got to say that um, you know not everybody watches the shows or like sees what we post on the screen. So Jared, who is a loyal listener, I will say, at close personal friend, always understands my references. It sounds so sexual. It was. It's not meant to be. I'm just saying he he. <laughs> Always understand my references. Last week it was Les Mis. This week he's like, we're talking about whether or not it's a Christmas song, which it absolutely is. Like, Jared, Jared gets me. Oh, that makes one of us. You, you, um, your ally last week on the Les Mis reference, which nobody heard. Oh, yes, they did. It was during the show. With Sal. I mean, Sal, Sal, got, Sal, Sal got it too. Sal, yeah. Yes, but Sal is what, 50 something? So, I mean, nobody under, you know, in their 30s or younger I'd like, got it. I'd like too to high out. I mean, for me. Chris is younger than both of us. So, I don't know that yeah. that, like, that's not a good thing. I'm the, I'm the youngest person here. Um, but I think Jared got it also. But I then watched Lay Miz this weekend. Uh, the 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 movie, and I've been listening to it. The, the soundtrack. I'm just, all week. I, I've I never was, seen I a was, musical, so that's kind of like I'm not gonna get. Oh, uh, yeah, Jared. To be fair, Jared is younger than me. Congratulations, you're still in school at UGA. Ha ha! Like your team won. Congratulations. Uh, 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 whatever. Well, Chris went from like it, fine to wasted really quickly. Jesus. <laughs> I think it was a little bit of the jealousy mixed with the alcohol, I think, is, is what that was. He was shotgunning off screen. That's why he kept good disappearance. Smash. Go to what's it? I don't I I so I've read the book, but I don't know. I don't know if I want to see the play. Like I like Wicked. Good enough, Luke. Um Lay Miz is the GOAT musical and the GOAT movie musical. So let me, let me say it. this. Let me it's say fantastic. this. The demographic of this show and the demographic that would listen to Play Miss or Read Wicked, Wicked it's like the the, the total. It's, too, it's just circles. Total yeah, there's diagram. no Venn diagram there. <laughs> yeah, it's just two, it's just two separate circles. Oh, Jerry, thinking I don't know about the original with Idina Menzel. Come on, who you, who do you think I am? I, who am I? Who am I? I'm not into music a great theater very much. Not well, my so, thing. So I've been so we my wife and I watched the movie again um this weekend and I've I've just been listening to it all all week, right? And and every time Who Am I comes on, I'm like, ah. Like, some people sometimes get this reference. Awesome. Who am I? I was it's a, a fan like, in middle school, Luke. Hugh, Hugh Jackman is like a like a classically trained Broadway or whatever like Sydney's version of Broadway. Matt, is you have in. to read the the prompt so that people. Understand Sorry, Chris what was talking. To. I didn't want to like then go in and interrupt. But you just him. interrupted him and like people are going to be. No, like, I answered he before he started talking, <laughs> and then I started scratching my eye. The prompt Luke asked where you stand on the pro comments wrestling. was where do we stand on pro wrestling? Uh, very real. 
Um, <laughs> I wait for the next season every time. <laughs> oh, God. I, yeah, I was a big back in middle school. Not anymore. Uh, I, I don't pay attention to any of that. So. I had a I had a boss when I was in I, when law school. I did catering my, for my first year because they were the only job that would agree to give me a shit ton of hours, even though I wasn't supposed to be working them. And my boss there, like literally the only coherent conversation this guy could have with you was about like 1980s pro wrestling. I was like, dude, like I wasn't even fucking alive. Like I really don't care about this conversation at all. And he was just like, he'd be like, dude, like you had to have been there. I was like, well, I was in the live. So I was not there. Like, <sighs> so I, I'm afraid of doxing somebody. Um, what <laughs> revealing somebody's identity and or information about them online. So, so a professor that I had um, when I was in school at the University of South Carolina, an accounting professor of mine may or may not had a child who may or may not share the same last name as me in pro wrestling. So if you're a pro wrestling fan, you connect, can connect the dots as to like who that is. But it was pretty lit because my accounting professor immediately was like, oh, same last name, loves me. Um, if so, I I did not get A in her class, unfortunately. Um, it was a very difficult class. And I I don't I don't understand what anybody whatever. finds what any I don't understand what anyone finds attractive about pro wrestling or compelling about it. It's it's just, it's, it's, like reality t- it's like reality yeah. TV. Like, it's like reality it was TV. It's reality TV. It's reality TV. It was a lot of fun back in the day. I just, it's, but when I'm it, watching, you know, people wrestle and as someone is punching, they stomp their foot on the ground for the sound effect. It's just like, I'm just, I can't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's just not for, it's not for me. We know it, you like to see and it's bad everybody. acting. It's terrible. It's terrible acting. It's the worst. I mean, I, I feel like The Rock is is a wonderful actor, so I don't know about terrible acting. It's just, you know. It is what it is. It's not for everybody. I'll agree with have you. Have y'all that. have y'all seen Moana? Or yes. watched Moana? <laughs> yes, I have, yeah. So The Rock, I mean <laughs> He kills it. He's yeah, he kills the Rock it. The Rock's the man, man. I'll give yeah. you that. Who's the celebrity that you guys would like to be? Go ahead, Chris. Oh, that's easy. Uh, who would I like to be? Yeah, I have an um, answer already. I have two answers actually. Can so can I do like two different answers? Cause, like, because I I think that my personality would divulge, to, like diverge into two different p- people. So like the yeah. first is Danny DeVito, like personality wise, like I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I think I want to live the life that Danny DeVito lives. Um where you could just like not give a shit about anything. It's it's awesome. Like what he does. Like I mean even 20 years ago he wasn't giving a shit. Like it's awesome. Um otherwise I'd probably want to be it's just yeah, we're now we're just going on looks based. So, because you know, Dan, Dan, a Danny DeVito personality in a Jason Momoa body. How about that? 
Jason Momoa has a very interesting personality, I think. You watch his uh, interviews and everything. Do you yeah, see that he I mean, just split up with what's her name? Saw yeah, that that's, why I came, that's why I came to, to mind. Gotcha. Oh, because yeah. now you're now you're single as as Jason. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, no, I I'm, I'm Danny. He's a good looking dude. So. And Vito got divorced recently too. Shit. Yeah. But I want uh, Danny Vito's personality and Jason Momoa's body. That's my. That's I'd my I'd, I'd be I'd be very torn between Daniel Craig or Robert Downey Jr. That would be who I'd be very very torn before. Just both very stylish, sexy. I mean, just men's men i'd be torn between the complete opposite of what i am that's i'd, I'd lean R- heavily toward like, one of those like two current current rdj not rdj like yeah 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 i'll take yes yes even like the last decade rdj yes i'm not i don't want to go back into like the annals of like whatever that was that was it, it wasn't pitch black that was the vin diesel movie what was the other one um, um he did it like cartoon one that was kind of like right around the time he was kind of turning yeah. his life around yeah. keanu reeves well, was in it it was always interesting um, like the salary that he took for the first Iron Man, because like yeah. it was basically like a risk-free salary. Yeah. Um, given what we knew about him, and Ro- I mean Rob Lowe was the same way for a while too. It's it just I I I don't hate it. I kind of like the Daniel Craig pick. Mine, if I could have the verbosity of Robert Downey Jr. in all the Iron Man movies, yeah. And then, but but mine is Jamie Fox. Mine is Jamie Fox. He can do everything. Comedian, music, so good. act. So good. So good. Austin, who you got? Mm, I don't know. I don't really have one. I guess I've actually never really thought about this question, which might be weird that it much. Is. I will say that Robert Downey Jr., um, so you don't his, sit around and like fantasize about being other men. <laughs> it's kind of about, the conversation, being, right? about being Danny DeVito. I hadn't yeah, thought about it. That one is, yeah, um, that was a little bit weird. I, don't, I, don't I feel, I feel like I may have shot. Props to, props to Moxley. Cause I can just imagine him sitting around just drinking a nice glass of white. Just be like, if I could be just watching, what is the show that he's on? I know he's like, he kills. It's, it's it. always sunny. Always sunny. Just sitting around. Like, yeah. If I could be Danny DeVito, just sitting there, it'd be amazing. That's, well, he basically can do whatever he wants on the show, and they just write it for him, and he is like, his veto power basically, and he's like, oh, I don't want to do that, but he will dress up in his underwear, greased up, and go to children's <laughs> playgrounds. So I, I feel like not a lot, of, not a lot of things are off the table for Danny DeVito, which, I mean, obviously it's 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 all scripted. Obviously that is not real, but that's the kind of like carefree lifestyle I want to live. They wrote that show, and he was like, "Yeah, I just I want to be on that." And he's like sixty five years old at the time, like this old fucking dude, and he just wanted to go be a degenerate and have an excuse to be a degenerate while they're that. filming it. Well, so so, right, so you gotta you gotta answer the question, Austin. Let's go. Who? Yeah, who, Austin, who is come it? on. You gotta I don't pick have one. one. Even if it's a canned answer, it's all right. Just give us. We're one. gonna you gotta we're pick. gonna get, you gotta assign pick, you an answer. Let's go. And you're not gonna <laughs> like. It. Yeah, we're gonna Sign. assign you an answer. Uh, who I, you look like. Oh God! Um, okay. Austin wants to be Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go, Ryan Reynolds. We'll go, Ryan Reynolds. That's a, a very a fair solid answer. Choice. A solid choice. He's, he's in lots of cool stuff. Seems like his personal life is pretty cool too. Um, so I'll go, Ryan Reynolds. See, all very good answer. You you, you don't have to stress about that one. It is, it is a lukewarm answer, though. It was that's, that's on brand <laughs> for Austin. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, what's, 
Yeah, so Luke Luke is in the chat uh, for our audio listeners saying that that was a lukewarm answer, which, if you know Austin, um, you should very not It was be not surprising. surprised by that yeah. one. Is there an obvious, like, uh, reality star person that makes a lot of money and doesn't do shit? I'd want to be that Jake, person, too. That Jake sounds Paul? Like a... One of the Paul brothers. Oh, God, no. I don't want to be. <laughs> That's the perfect that. answer for, for Austin right there. Yeah. I uh, could be Austin. one of those. Uh, what is it? One of the property brothers. They're bougie too, They're just cool. like you. So I feel like hey, that would work the, out well. Hey, for one you. of the one of them is engaged to Zoe Deschanel. I don't know the really. I don't know the relationship with Zoe Deschanel. she's she's like real, like quirky, and yeah. that that's always felt like a weird a weird mix to me. And I like Zoe Deschanel, and I like the property brother too. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. I'm not sure I'd want to be a property brother. Uh, I can see Austin wanting to be a property brother. That's though. that. That's my point. That's why you I guys it not up. watch reality. Pro- you guys not watch property. No, brothers? I don't. I don't watch any the reality not, TV. I watch is sports. Not, not anymore. That's it. You can so, tell. I don't think that shows Austin. would really reality TV. Like well, it's not the no. Kardashians or like so. Like it's not. Reality. You don't. Th- you don't think property brothers reality TV? Of course it is, dude. It the people. No. It's a husband and wife shows up with the two hundred thousand budget and the dude's a manager at Kroger. Like it's it's reality TV, my friend. It is yeah, not. He, it's not so, real. It's scripted. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I, I'm a teacher," and he's like, "Oh, I'm a janitor," and our budget is 1.2 million. Yeah. And Jonathan Scott is like, <laughs> "Oh, we'll get you in the perfect home. Here's some quartz countertops. Here's a farm farm sink or whatever whatever it is. Farmhouse. Farmhouse. Farmhouse chic. Uh, here's a bunch of shiplap on your wall just because it's it's in. I mean." Yeah, I, it's ridiculous. You got to have the subway tile uh, backsplash. That was implied. Subway I, tile black I, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, Jared. I would because I, I would assume it's not $1.2 million house budget. So sorry. I, he said you'd be surprised how much a manager at Kroger makes for for the, the listening audience. And I agree. I, I would be. All right. We're not, we're not political here, but. 13% of Kroger workers are apparently without a home. So I'd really like to see Kroger play their employees a little bit more. So I'm going to say. Used to be one of my clients. They stingy How are we going to end this? I see we have a guest sitting in the background. That's, oh, dude. That's you, oh, snap. This is just He's been here smart. for like 40 minutes. I don't know if you like the fuck you've been yeah. doing. He's been sitting like, there for 30 minutes, like waving, and you're just like completely ignoring Oh, him. what the hell, Bill? <laughs> Scott Belanger, aka Jax Falcone, Dino Game Theory on Twitter. That's a lot. That's three different names. The Undroppables in the, ho- in the house. I told him just to come on. We just goof around. Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah. We were talking about what celebrities we would like to be. Uh, me and Matt <clears throat> kind of chose Robert Downey Jr. I also chose Jamie Foxx. Austin chose. I said Jack Spock. Ryan Reynolds. Of course, you did. And then Chris Chris Moxley with the South Carolina flag behind him said Danny DeVito. So, <laughs> okay, Danny DeVito personality was the qualifier here. Danny DeVito so personality old. in Jason Momoa's body, and I feel like I feel like we're merging a, a good collective here i mean it's like it's like bill murray bruce springsteen tom brady i mean i I, i'm going for like you know probably like uh leonardo dicaprio is probably the correct answer though you're probably right 
but this is like we're we're interested in creative solutions here. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Jesus. Scott, how do you like this rookie class? I don't know anything about it. That's why I'm having you on. I mean, um, it's exciting. I'm, I mean, uh, I really don't. It's it's crazy. Like I, I look back at like every year where I'm at in the process, and I would say I'm behind, but I actually don't even really care because I, I someone tweeted it. I forget who's who tweeted it, but it was a good tweet. They're like, you know, there's so many people coming out with rookie information, and everybody's on top of it, and and they were like, you still have to wait till April, you know, so. Whether you're behind now, you, you you know, it's April is when you need to know. So if you know, then you'll be on time. You know, don't feel like you're behind. So I, I kind of feel that way right now. I, I don't think that you really need to know until you have a draft. Now, you guys are Devi and Campus to Canton. So it's totally different for y'all. You know, it, it, it's sort of the middle of your class, right? I mean, you're, you're just, you just ended with these players. You're like, you know, deeply what you feel. For me, I'm, that's why I'm looking to have guys like you on my show and follow y'all so I can figure this shit out. <laughs> so Austin, when these guys are freshmen, Austin has like day one, day two grades on them. Right. Like I, he, and you can look at his notes from the last two classes and see where he had guys. I don't like, I still don't have, I mean, I've had these guys ranked for a long time, yeah. but I don't know that I necessarily have conviction or this is who you should take. Except for right. Traylon Burks, you know. But <laughs> right. like after that, I don't know that I don't know that I have I have like some general thoughts about the class, but um I don't know that I, you know, have a lot of conviction. One thing I like about this year is that we should get combine testing. Yeah. Which is gonna be helpful. Yeah. We're not, you know, dealing with pro, all these different pro days and different things. So yeah, it should be interesting. I, I mean, you know, I what there's like uh probably three running backs that I know, <laughs> you know, and then it's funny because every year I, I start getting real deep and I, you know, we unearthed uh Elijah Mitchell. I think I asked you about Elijah Mitchell on the show last year and you were like, yo, that's a dog. I'm like, yeah. Cause I like was finding him through sort of some just data digging and like a little bit of film, like just like a quick highlight. I was like, Oh, that dude looks dope. You know, I, I would look at his like size. So, you know, I go from the anatomy series, right? So I always look at, you know, especially at running backs, I'll just start to look, uh, especially if I'm going to look deep, I'm going to look for guys that, you know, running backs that are 205 at least, probably 210, 220, you know, 510-ish. You know, I'm going to look for that, and then I'm going to look for production. I'm going to look for early production. And, like, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about because, you know, I don't I don't pay attention to the college football game. So I'm, like, talking about guys that y'all have been, you know, rostering and starting in college, uh, you know, campus Canton leagues uh, you know, for two or three years and I'm just discovering them. So for me, it, the, the discovery process of the players is different. And, and I, that's why I've actually um, not played campus to can just cause I don't want to fuck up my, like my, my, my prod, you know, my, my process. So it, I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just what I do. And so that's, you know, I want to keep it consistent, you know? You can follow him at Dino Game Theory on Twitter. He says he doesn't know what he's talking about, but he's cozy with Matthew Barry. Uh, one of his, he has him on speed dial, tweets yeah, yeah. with him all the time. Yeah, right. Interacts with him all the time on Twitter. So, right. speed dial. I, I got Evan Silva on speed dial. I put him in. The, I put him in the favorites. That's my boy. You got to get. Austin has these guys ranked for this for this freshman class. Coming awesome. in this year, I love it. He's written up everybody and has you know who's going to go day one, day two. 
I love it. That's when I was more into like, you know, like that's kind of what happens too. It's like, you know, the, the JT acres, Swift Dobbins class, like lamb, like those guys were elite the year before, like right now, you know, it's like, you know, it's like Boutte or whatever. Like I know that dude because he's, he's, he's awesome right now, whatever other guys like that. Right. You know, so there's guys that are just dope, right. You know, all the Gibbs and all the running back class next year. That's, we that's a known commodity we're like waiting for them you know they if this was like the nba they'd be coming out this year you know austin this 2025 class so these people who are in high school right now Mm -hmm. and are going to be freshmen i think as a group we think that the running back class is very special yeah you have you have four or five guys who have the requisite size going on to campus right now and then they've all tested, you know, you have several guys who have hit that 21 mile per hour speed mark that we like to see. Do you think, I mean, is it fair to say that for people looking, you know, way, way down the road that this class could potentially compete with some of these, at least the running back class, specifically the running back class, that it could compete with some of these prior previous prestigious classes? Go buy them 2025 picks, baby. It's yeah. never too early. They're never cheaper than they are the day after that 2022 draft rolls through. Yeah, I've, I can't remember seeing a bunch of big dudes run like this. Like, it's it's pretty incredible. You, you know, you make that joke of 2025 class, but it's actually true. I mean, you're not going to buy one right now, but you're certainly positioning for them. Yeah. You know, I've, I've even, you know, grabbed certain draft classes just to sell them for the next draft class. You know, it's like, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you just have your eye on it. You know, I had my eye on 2020 for so long. You know, it was just like I just knew it was coming. Just wait, 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 and you know that's why I got so much Acres, Dobbins, and JT everywhere. You know, it's just like, yeah, you just you just know it's coming, so you just wait for it. But you don't want to oversell it, right? I mean, but I think uh, what I hear you saying is 2025 is the new 2023. I think so. Yeah, 2024 yeah. is probably going to be the down year in between them. Not bad, but but down yeah i think if i had to guess i think that's going to be the perception of those three classes 2023 really really good 2024 down 2025 probably pretty solid yeah, yeah i mean I, I remember trading for 2023 picks two years ago right. and i and, and i have a 16 yeah. team dynasty league one of my favorite dynasty leagues i have like five 2023 picks in that in that yeah. draft and, I, and I, I didn't get any last year i didn't get any last year so you need to be at least like a year ahead of consensus to actually accumulate picks if you really want to. That's, I mean, twenty twenty three. Like you can't, you can't do it anymore. Like, like that's that's old news. So getting twenty, like it sounds so stupid right now, but getting twenty twenty five picks, like they're so cheap. Like nobody, nobody. Nobody cares about the 2025 picks. They're like, ah, it's a couple of years away. But I hear with Austin, like, that is the class they want to target instead of 2024. So, and then most people aren't, they don't even have 2025 picks available to trade. Right. But it yeah, is, maybe if the league ahead. just flipped over now. But you know, the other thing you, yeah. you said, and I've said this on my podcast before, and I think you'll appreciate this. So, like, you're like, oh, 2023, you can't get them. There's, that's because you generally play. You're in the in the industry, so to speak. You know, you're in this vortex of people who know what they're doing. But most of, not most, many of your listeners, many of my listeners, might play in leagues where they're the only one paying attention to people like you and I. And so, therefore, 
they're playing with other guys who are just getting their information from ESPN or who knows where, right? And so they may not know. <laughs> That's what 23 is is good. So there's a lot of guys who can still reap value in their home leagues, home dynasty leagues, because dynasty is growing. And there's a lot of people are like, you know, like like I did when I first started dynasty. I just grabbed a bunch of redraft players. Like, yo, you guys want to do this dynasty thing? And and then they were like, yeah, let's do it. And we did a startup draft. And I swear to God, my first startup draft, I didn't know what I was doing. And so, you know, there, there's there's you're going to be playing with a lot of guys who don't know what they're doing. And by listening to content like this and and shows like this, they're they're a leg up. So you're right, man. In a lot of the leagues I play in, everybody's like, oh, I see what you're doing, bro. And you're like, all right, here we go. You know, so. But their leagues, they have no fucking clue. They could probably sell a 22 mid first for a 23 first plus, and easy, you know. I had Scott, what's your, I said I had a skeptical person DMing me while he was drafting a C2C league this year. He'd never done one before. No one in the league had ever done one before. And fan tracks is ADP, just defaults to like the CFF ADP, like college fantasy. So there's sure. obviously you know it doesn't account for you know. Uh, a Debbie guy who's going to be amazing, but like maybe not playing this year or whatever. Right. He was at like literally like every three hours he would DM and be like, like, I'm looking through your rankings, man. And like your top 50, like they're all still there and they're taking these other guys. Like I, should I be doing this? And I was like, just follow our rankings. Like just keep doing what you're doing. Like, trust me. He destroyed this league. His team yeah. is ridiculous. And he DM'd me in like December. He was like, dude, if I win the ship, like I'm sending you half the money. Like this was, <laughs> this was good. So yeah, I mean, there, there, there's so much of that out there. That, bingo. You, yeah. you nailed it right there. That's exactly right. People are going off the ADP that they, they don't know. I mean, you know, and, and you know, yeah, that, that's what you're going to run into. I mean, yeah, you might, you and I are going to run into the same leagues and I don't even want to play with y'all. Cause you got, I mean, you know, I, what Tommy jumped in your, uh, or no, Michael P Duncan, Michael P Duncan jumped in oh, your, and uh, Tommy. And yeah. Tommy. And Tommy mm-hmm. jumped in there and yeah. you know, Michael is like, Michael admittedly, it was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just taking George Pickens. Sounds good. Oh, he's torn ACL. Oh, he's ah, the Pickens shit. guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Who won? Who won that? Who won that league on the college side? That was a really intense. League. Trash pandas, right? Wasn't it trash pandas? No. Um, I was no, the one I, seed on one side and the two side I, seed on the other. I didn't win. Shit. I I won it oh, on, Moxley, a college, on the college won. side. I was I was just being. This conversation has ventured into too much football. Scott, what is your second favorite yes. food? S- well, second favorite. Second. Food. <laughs> I gotta fucking eliminate one and then go to the second one. That is so tough, man. I'm such a foodie. Uh, I love so much food. Like, oh my god, that's a tough question. While you're thinking of it, I, I just thought of a story about a podcast that you and I were on. Yeah, the podcast never made air. Oh god, and the podcast host was on the West Coast, like you are. Yeah, I forgot that we were doing the podcast. Oh, I remember that, and. Let's just say it didn't I had go relaxed well. a little. I had relaxed a little <laughs> yeah. between the time. Yeah, like sure I think I even did our show, and then I didn't realize that we were, <clears throat> we were doing this. I forgot that we were doing this podcast. And then I I had already met Scott, but I met Nick for the first time, one-on-one chalk on that show. And I, all I remember is I called him the Wizard of Oz. But I cannot remember any – like I – we we talked for probably two hours on that show, and I just remember being like, "I'm not going to remember anything that I'm saying." Right <laughs> that was uh, a. <clears throat> I think someone else got a little little uh, sauced on that show, the host, and he might have gone a little long winded. I remember it was like something was something was all jacked up on that show, if you remember right, sir. Yeah, yeah. What was your second favorite food? 
I don't know, man. That's such a tough one. Like, I, I you know, I mean, sushi and like, I love grilled meats and, you know, I, I, I'll eat Italian food. I mean, give it to me. Let's go. Where are we going? You know, give me the give me the menu. I'll tell you what I'm ordering. Where are we going? We're gonna come to Cal. We're gonna come to California. We're gonna hit up some some something. Let's the title on, of this after show is gonna be Danny DeVito body swap. <laughs> that's just the that's just the that's plot the of twins.